Hello and welcome back to the Final Whistle Podcast. I am your host today, Javon, and I'm here with my co-host, Avira Gordon. And thank you for supporting us through our podcast for the past few months. We really appreciate it. And we are back again here with some football news as usual, management off the pitch uh, movement as well. And just want to say again, thank you for supporting us. Javon, back yep. to you. Yep. And um, it's been a couple of weeks. Uh, uh, football news, football related news. Um, we've had football actions over the past uh few weeks in the form of the women's Euros. This competition was a brilliant competition for the women's game, yeah, and it was. Mm-hmm. I can say after this competition, football in its entirety one and football at the women's level um got a huge boost and i think people can stop talking about separating the game from men's football and women's football and just talk yeah, about football you, because yeah. the quality the quality and show was um tremendous um mm-hmm. let's deep dive a little bit into this competition first we have somebody we had some of the highest attendance in football history yeah um, it was at this, at, at, at this euros in the final, there was 87,000 people, almost 90,000 people. Mm-hmm. It's almost insane out. to see the amount of people that um, showed up at Wembley. Uh, this, this, I don't know, I've been keeping track, and I've been watching um, the games in the, in the Women's Euros. The game that stood out mm-hmm. to me was, of course, that England versus Norway, when England battered Norway 8-0. Mm-hmm. Then and there... I said it was coming home. Finally, <laughs> uh, came home. Finally, came home because we saw the conclusion of the women's Euros was England um, lifting that trophy after they went to extra time. Yeah, um, was it was a brilliant game. Brilliant game. The goal of the tournament for me was um, that back heel goal from Alice from Alicia Russo. Um, uh, that one, mm-hmm. that that goal did win goal of the tournament. But that was a great goal. Like they, they, that, to to have the awareness, to have the audacity to pull off a goal like that in a semi final. That was, that was um, that was something else. Um, some of the more interesting games that I watched was the was the Spain, it was the Germany versus Spain game where Germany won. Spain dominated position in that game. Um, mm. Played much like their the, their men's team, the men's counterpart with a dominate position, but uh, could not convert the chances. A couple of their big, well, one of their big players didn't even get to play in the tournament as she came down with a injury. Uh, yeah, injury. Uh, her yeah. name escapes. Mm-hmm. Her name escapes me at the moment. Um, France had a good run in the tournament. France had a good run. This is the furthest they've been in the women's Euros for the longest while. Um, fans had a really good run, mm. but England, the, this is Boy, their second he, he, major trophy in on, yeah for both the men's and the women's team. So and, they, this was this was great. Im- Your thoughts? Yeah, sorry. And imagine the men's went to the final just not too long ago, all of the lost. Well, women won this time, and what's funny enough is that Harry Kane was the captain for the men's team, and I believe. Bet Mead was England women's captain, if I am correct or not. And she's an Arsenal player as well. Plays for the Arsenal women team. 
But this woman team right now, uh, them winning Euros. About Arsenal. Oh, come on, man. I have to. It's my team. But still, uh, besides from that, uh, this woman game have been one of the highest attendance. Winning against Germany in the final, it shows how women game is getting more attention. Uh, yes. People are buying into the games and how women have been performing in these, you know, these big tournaments, World Cup, Euros, the high, the high attendance. Uh, people are starting to watch more women games, which is really nice. And they're always a big, well, not really big, they always campaign for equality mm-hmm. in the game. But all you know, there's many debates about generation of funds and and the quality of the game. The biggest, the biggest rebuttal was always the quality of the game, and yeah, some of the games I've saw, I've seen, uh, it was brilliant. Was brilliant. Uh, Mm. The 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 football and showing that um in the final, just the final alone, that 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 um the quality of the women's sport. Is really brilliant. I am yeah, you watch some of the female games this season. What did you think about that um, decision to not give the handball against the England captain in um, the final? Because it hit off, it, it hit Honestly, off her shoulder. To me, yeah, it, it off came shoulder, off her yeah. chest and uh-huh. it hit off her shoulder. I think to it was be a handball. Because they, they, you know, they, when you're playing games most while and you're in the movement, you're in the groove, and I mean, you're moving really rapidly. You can't control where the ball where the ball goes on you most time. I mean, yeah. your body is loosely moving around. So I mean, if it doesn't look deliberate to me, it didn't, didn't look that deliberate. Uh, I yeah, wouldn't given the handball. But the way the rules are written now, it's not necessarily has to be deliberate. It could be an accident. It's still still a handball. I yeah. I, I say it's a handball. I but I, can't I argue with but that. it's one of those handballs that if it's not given, you're not really too fussed by it. Versus yeah. if it was given, you can understand why. I got you. But I can argue with that reason why. These rules are changing every single day. I mean, UEFA, FIFA, they're always changing these rules of, I mean, the offside, handball. I don't even know what the rules are most time, but uh, what yeah. it goes on with. Yeah, it did. But uh, I. Yeah. But the, the German coach did come out and say... Um, mm-hmm that she doesn't think even if they got the penalty and scored a goal that they would have won because the German coach did admit that England was the better team and they were on yeah, that final day. That. So hats off to the to the to the women for the bringing lioness. home the Lioness for bringing home um their first European trophy and the second major European then the second major trophy in English football history. Let's give them a round of applause. My question to you now is um, with the progression of both um, English teams, do you think the quality of English football at the international level is getting better? Or you think they're finally reaping some rewards from all the quality they have on show going forward? Okay, Based on um, where... Because if you look at their, their finishes in major tournaments, yeah. it has not been good up until a few years. I agree. Um, looking at things right now, English football on a whole, you see in the Champions League, Real Madrid won, Liverpool lost, and for the past decade, Spanish teams have been winning. 
FIFA BC English football has not really been a competitive what what should I say playing style. You know, people mm. always say Brexit football and so on so <laughs> but like uh to me I don't really think it's improving as much. Although they went to Euros last um not too long ago, the managers are no. not as top. Yeah, and but... I can debate this by saying managers of won the Premier League are not English. No, that's not what I'm asking. You're mistaking mm. it with um the 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 um the, the quality. I'm saying, do you think that yeah. now at, at the international level is English football starting to get the results that the quality of their team um is say, is stating that they should get. So for example, you know how mm-hmm. much top players, world class players play for England over the past okay. couple, over the over years of tournaments, but they never get anything out All of right. it. Recently mm-hmm. we see a trend of women's winning the Euros, um getting to the semi final of a World Cup, getting to the final of the Euros on the men's okay. team. Or do you think it's just that the the I guess the caveat to that is do you think it's just luck in qualifying of how or how they got qualified? Or are you at the stance that, oh, you still have to beat the teams to get there and whatnot? They still have to beat the teams to get there, obviously. They have to. Mm-hmm. And I mean, England at an international level right now, their manager for the men's team, Gareth Southgate. Brother, don't even, don't even talk about that man right now because he's on the same level it's as Diego Simeone. Them man... Good. <laughs> nah, bro. Uh-uh. I'm not doing that. Don't okay, venture. I, don't. Just saying, this... Hey, look. As you're saying, you had a quality of players from all these big clubs in England. He has them in his hand right now. What does he do? He's pulling a Diego Simeone. Do you not? Did you not hear my banter all the time? Yeah. Like of all these nice, brilliant attacking players, can set the world alight with the type of football his teams can play, but yet still wants to park. But not even Jose Mourinho would park the bus with these teams. They have all the attacking flair in the world, and you play <laughs> pragmatic football. It make make it make sense. Boy, like you remember they had big Sam football. You know those, you know those long balls they used to I'd, play back in the old England. Bro, right with the players, if you had, if you want to switch the long, long ball, you would still have a better play, play a more attractive <laughs> style of play going forward. Man, okay, anyways, me, I let you let me let, let me let me let you answer the question and not get upset. <laughs> okay, like to me, they just need a change in management if they want to move on international football. The quality that they have now is just not good. It's literally not good. In terms I don't of the care management to make it to the, the final. Team. Huh? Do you are you do you think they're just genuinely not good in terms of the management or the team? Management. Management. Okay. The players are good. Just the management. I have to give I, England... you know percent agree. I agree. One hundred percent. That yeah, man needs to go. Definitely. Give this England squad to Graham Potter right now. We are right seeing what they've done at Brighton. Done a really good. He just got. I mean, come on. You do a really good job. Yeah, yeah, I one hundred percent agree. Um, there's not much. There's not much more I could add on to it. The whole world knows my <laughs> feelings towards 
and the, and I don't have a problem with um pragmatic football. I yeah. have a problem when you play pragmatic football and you have world class players to play a- different types players of as well. Attacking football. So I guess uh pretty much that is it. Once again, congratulations to the girls, the lionesses. It they, they finally brought it home. And uh finally brought it home. <laughs> <laughs> and congratulations. England the England fans will be celebrating all week long. Switching gears now. Uh, are you ready for this? Go ahead. We saw the curtain raiser for the Premier League and the Bundesliga this weekend in the Boy. Community Shield for mm-hmm. the Premier League. And and Liverpool and City went at it. Now people say this was a Curtain, this was just a curtain raiser. This was a friendly. This was not a friendly. I don't care what you say. This was a good match. Liverpool came from blood. It definitely was. Of course. They've been battling up for so many years right now. Back to back. This was not no friendly. Come on. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. This was not a friendly at all. And the best thing about this match was we got to to see the debut of um, Erling Haaland. Well, not the debut debut, but the first competitive debut for Erling Haaland, Darwin Nunes, mm-hmm. and your boy, Julian Alvarez. There you go. Yeah, all the way from River Plate. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, this game ended up uh, finishing three one. Um, a brilliant, a brilliant shot from Chet Alexander Arnold. A penalty taken, a penalty taken by Mohamed Salah, and a. Winning goal, well, not necessarily winning goal, but the third goal being put home by Darwin Nunes. You saw him mm-hmm. run to the sideline, ripping off his shirt, winning his first trophy for Liverpool. This I game was an intense truth. game. He had so many people bashing him, and I mean, after, like, after one preseason game, like come after on. one preseason game, I mean, he did a, he did really good against um like big, uh, you know, mm-hmm. he he's what twenty three. Doesn't know he's English, mm-hmm. still adapting to club tactics. And yo, his speed, his speed on the he, counter attack. That I, I, yo I, is I, electric. Jeez, him paired with you know, he, him yeah, paired with uh, yeah, him paired with Diaz and Salah. That's oh, that new front three is gonna be deadly. It is well, they really compensated for Mane still. They really yeah. did. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. What did you think about? All right, give me your because I know you wanted to strictly speak about this yourself. So I'll let you have this one. Um, mm-hmm. sum up the performance and the comparison between um Darwin and Erling. And remember, it's just preseason. Okay, always preseason, and we know that Haaland is like one of the best strikers in the world. If not, the best. obviously, Darren Nunes from Benfica, twenty-three. He scored at least 34 goals last season for Benfica. He was really good at Champions League, especially against Liverpool. And, you know, he became a new wonder kid. People just know about him, like, basically four months ago. People been knowing Haaland mm-hmm. ever since. Mm-hmm. And, like, he played in the Bundesliga at Dortmund. And mm-hmm. he scored many goals, obviously. Mm-hmm. And 
if you're almost saying, averaging a game per goal, a goal per game. Exactly. And people say, oh, the next big thing, you know, nobody isn't better than Haaland. He came to preseason now and <laughs> you know what happened in preseason already? Mm-hmm. With Darren Nunes, people are saying, oh, he's not good as Haaland. He's not going to score much goals next season in Premier League. Mm-hmm. Haaland is going to score like more than 25 goals next season in that city team with Kevin De Bruyne behind him, supplying him passes. But let's not forget that when Klopp buy players, he improved them massively mm-hmm. to another level. Mm-hmm. All of Pep buy players who are ex- exceptionally well. Mm-hmm. But Pep, can you can make Darren the argument that Pep in- Yeah, you can make the uh, argument that Pep improved players as well. Mm. You could make that argument. Yeah, we can. We can. And even when you look at it as well, the hours they had on Bundesliga attacks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when you score so much goals in the Bundesliga, it doesn't matter as much. So let's see what happens in the Premier League. To me, I I think Darren Nunez can surprise us. He can. Alan, he'll be a bit close. But I mean, the games are played for a reason, as you say. Let's see what's going to happen. You get me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. And I think, um, again, it's just preseason and the team is still adapting to Holland. Yeah. And um, they have to they have to basically get their act together um, because they can't give, while I've seen them make, they can't give Liverpool a head start. And while I've seen them they go cannot. on tremendous runs. Um, Liverpool lost by a little last season. Mm-hmm. City have to try and retain the title this season and try to Champions League as well. Exactly. So we'll just have to wait and see and see how that unfolds. Um, yeah. I previously mentioned the German curtain razor, which is the uh, German Super Cup. Bayern taking mm-hmm. on Leipzig. Bayern winning five three. Um, mm-hmm. Sadio Mane scored his first goal uh, for yeah. Bayern Munich. Yeah. It's Weird not seeing him in a Liverpool shirt, but it's not weird seeing him in a Bayern shirt. Like, it fits. To me, true, it fits true, naturally. True. And the color red. And the color mm-hmm. red, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he played brilliant. Like, who, anyone mm-hmm. who ever expected him for, for this man not to succeed at Bayern, um, there's something wrong with you. Yeah, he will. He will. I know yeah. there's no striker at Bayern. Pure number nine. Mm-hmm. So, let's see how he fills in that role with Gnabry. Yes, and, and they've actually played well. They're more fluent. There's more space mm-hmm. for other players. Um, Musiala is getting a... Yeah. is going to be um, a crucial role this season. Um, they're going to rely, yeah. on, rely on him a lot. And yeah, mm-hmm. so, so Bayern said yeah. to go. They did sign Matthias De Ligt um, from Juventus. Mm-hmm. They did sign Sanyo Male. And um, they signed a young French striker. Uh, the name escapes me at the moment. Uh, for like 30 million? Yeah, for like 30 million. So, uh, they, they should be an exciting season for Bayern. Um, we're agree. hoping um, Leverkusen, um, Leverkusen and Leipzig can and, uh, challenge. But we'll get into that a bit further down yeah, in no the podcast. But that those wrap up some of the big... Um, games this weekend and 
we look forward for the start of the league. Speaking of the starts of the league, start of the league, the Premier League starts this Friday, August fifth, and the <laughs> Bundesliga starts this Friday as well. Yes. Um. So let's start by running down our top six, um, for all the leagues and our relegations. So I'll mm-hmm. have I'll have you. I'll let you go first. Hmm? Well, of course, you know where to start with the Premier League, the Premier League, and boy, top six and relegation. Let's see. I still think Massey can pull it off or win the Premier League back again. Do you I think... still think they can do it. Oh, so you're doing it in order. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Liverpool. Boy, Arsenal, they had a really good window, you know. They had a really good window. Mm-hmm. I'll put them in third. Mm-hmm. I'll put Chelsea in fourth. Mm-hmm. They need more players, especially at number nine. Mm-hmm. But I still think they can manage. They have a really good defense line. Mm-hmm. So I'll see how, how they're going with that. I'm going with Spurs, then Man United. Okay. I don't think Ten Hag can bring United back with just one window. Mm-hmm. With the place he has as well, he's going to need more time. That's just my opinion still. Mm-hmm. Uh, relegated, I'll say Fulham. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marco Silva, uh, hey, I'll say you go back down. Everton, boy, I'm sorry, but Everton, they need a way more quality to survive. Mm-hmm. It's not even league. the coach at this point. It's just the players are just horrible. It's the quality, yeah. Brentford, the last Erskine, who was a really big personality and driven player in the dressing room and on the yeah. pitch. Because I think they would have been and, relegated without without Erskine. Yeah, uh-huh. I think they sent some players, but uh, let's just see how they do. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it'll be enough. You know, these teams that get recently promoted, mm-hmm. uh, after and next season they go back down, so that's just my take. Mm-hmm. How about you? Um, well, I think Cool is gonna take it this year. I think okay. Darren and I think Darren club's gonna improve Darren. Um, and a full season with Diaz, that's gonna be an electric victory. Right, Salah, they retain him. Um, Fab Fabi Fabio Carvalho. Is one to look mm. out for, um, and I just think they're gonna go all the way. Uh, City second, of course, because those top two we can interchange right. him. Haaland, while he's gonna score a bunch of goals, I think City's primary focus is going to be that Champions League, which takes them just off the, the where they take the eyes just off the ball. Um, Spurs, mm. they had a brilliant, brilliant, brilliant chance of window. Um, so and this is based on. Ho- all the signings, everything they've done up to now. Um, Arsenal finished top four. Uh, definitely, definitely finishing top four this season. I don't know they were four. All right. Um, that a brilliant chance to win the. They got the striker that they needed, a striker that can rotate. Mm. They kept in Ketia, which can come in for Jesus if he's injured a couple and and are, and is missing a few games. Um, they have. A backup for almost every position, and they improve the squad real quality. Saliba is 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 going to stay at Arsenal yeah, and be a starter his first full season. Um, and I have Chelsea in fifth only because um, well, they did make some brilliant signings in terms of Sterling and Koulibaly and um, Chikweme. 
if you look at the players they lost, they kind of just replaced the players they lost. They never, they haven't addressed that number nine position yet. They, as it stands, they they're not, they they don't have a backup mm. left back as Alonso is going to Barcelona, and yeah, it's not confirmed as it stands while we're recording this. Yeah. Cucur- the Cucurella deal is just rumors. Um, and then we have Manchester United in 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 in, in um six. Come on, you. I, I hope. I took out that Ten Hag has his team playing brilliantly. He improved the players that were far, that were not doing well last season. But mm-hmm. to compete in this league, you need more than a season. It would be a surprise to everybody if he finishes top four. Well, not necessarily finish top four because a squad should, should be competing for top four. But if he finishes yeah. high top four this season, um, I went and put some honorable mention that can, that I can think make a run for top four. West Ham and Newcastle, because Newcastle did okay, fair brilliant fair in the fair last enough. in the last half of last season. I think they won the most games at the end of last season. Mm-hmm. Um, when it's, if you if if you started from January and West Ham, yeah, they they run all the way. They just ran out of steam at the end. They could have easily finished top four. They were leading top four worse for a while. Yeah, um, they were. They were. Um, my relegation battle battle. I think just like you said, as it stands right now. Every time you're getting relegated, um, <laughs> sorry to say, but the quality is not even the coach because the coach can do so much <laughs> and no more. He can't go out there and play for the players. True, true. Um, Fulham, newly promoted side. This is heavy metal. I see them going back down. And Bournemouth, it's the same thing. Eddie Howe is not at the wheel at Bournemouth again. So I don't That's see them show. doing anything great. But ooh, maybe I could be surprised. And then. Mm-hmm. That's my top seven, eight. <laughs> top six, seven, eight. Um, yeah. And then my relegations. Um, for the Bundesliga. Um, Ooh, the Bundesliga. My my top. Hmm. My top six. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna go Bayern, Leipzig, Dortmund, Frankfurt, Leverkusen, and Mainz. Um. Alright. Um, relegation. I'm going to go Bochum, Werder Bremen, and uh, Wolfsburg. I think Bayern, okay. while they lost Lewandowski, they still have enough quality in that squad to score goals. Um, and they're just better than other teams. Leipzig, Leipzig, they need someone to put up as much numbers as Christopher and Kunku if they dream of winning the league. Kunku is not a mm. natural uh, natural striker. They need a natural striker. They have the defenders. They have the midfielders. Yeah, last season they lacked goals in key games, and if they had beaten Bayern, they would have um caused a more charge, a better charge in the title. Dortmund defenders galore. They needed, they needed defenders. Oh my god! I believe they signed some. Yeah, they signed a couple defenders, but Mm -hmm. let's see how it goes. I have no faith in Dortmund anymore. They broke my heart too much times. <laughs> Frankfurt, um, they're just gonna roll on from that win in the Europa League. Um, they're just gonna keep rolling. I think they're gonna keep the momentum going. It's a the fourth place is that mm-hmm. is a is a challenge between Frankfurt and Leverkusen because Leverkusen did were it able, is it is yeah they were able to keep hold on to Patrick Schick and um and um the number eleven what's his name uh Diab Diab uh, I can't pronounce his name. Diaby. Musa Diaby. Diaby? Yeah, Diaby. Diaby. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They were able to hold on to two of their key players, so they're good. 
and Mines. As I have a feeling, gut feeling that Mines is gonna come good. Plus, I kind of like Mines. Um, mm. Bokam again, speak for himself. Speak for yourself. Uh, who's really did not necessarily have a good season at the end of last season. Um, coaches under um strict pressure. Um, Ritterburning, great team, mid table. I think they're just on a downward trajectory. And Bokum, yeah, same thing. Uh, your thoughts on the bonus league? Um, of course, I'm going to Bayern winning the league again. Last big coming in second. Leverkusen. And I, uh, who else would I have? I think I will have Eintracht Frankfurt. They won the Europa League, but I know that if they get out of Champions League, they want to they want to stay in Europe. So that's one thing. Uh I'll go to Gladbach. Uh who else again? Freiburg and Hoffenheim. Hoffenheim have actually improved the, their window as well. So they'll be ones to watch in the Bundesliga. I went to the top six, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, to be relegated, Osberg. I'm sorry, but last season there, they, they survived by just a tip. Just a little tip. Buckham and also the Union Berlin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. those are my relegation team. Well, I'm just really worried about Osberg because Oxford, I believe yeah. the top check, the top square last season was a centre back. <laughs> was Stuttgart? Either one. I really don't remember right now, but boy, Bundesliga was something last season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we, we'll see. We'll see how it goes as we approach mm-hmm. the start of this season. Going over some transfer updates um, from what we've noticed so far and what we've witnessed and what everyone knows. Um, some of the major transfers um, that hit today's market after, as of today. Uh, everyone knows Manu went to Bayern. Barcelona yeah. signed Lewandowski, Rafinha, Frank Kessie, Christensen. Yeah. They're going after Alonso. They kept them, Belly. Even Bray. What? I don't. Don't you yeah, dare ask me where players. they get the money from. Don't you dare. Where does La Liga start? <laughs> they, they they have to register the players. So we'll we'll see how that goes. We'll definitely. I'm excited <laughs> to see how that goes. If Laporta pulls us off, that's weird. That's weird, right? You know what? I don't even know if they paid leaves there. Mm-hmm. I really don't know. <laughs> we saw Debala going to Roma. Um, Jorginho Wijnaldum went to Roma. Mm-hmm. We see Di Maria going to Juventus. Yeah, you know, Pogba is there already. Pogba is there, but Pogba is injured already. Heavily disappointed. Um... Yeah, those are those are those are some of the major transfers. Koulibaly to Chelsea, Sterling to Chelsea. Mm-hmm. I have I've heard about Ricky Pouge. Mm-hmm. MLS yep. going to yeah, he's going to MLS. the Galaxy. Yes. No, he better stay at Barcelona. <laughs> they kinda doesn't have a choice in but the matter. And again, the Barcelona needs again, the money to register players. The Barcelona needs the money. 
And Xavi preferred to use the young. And Gabby. Oh. Yeah. So, and Barcelona wants to get rid of the young. Um, which is which is very interesting. Which is something I kind of want to briefly discuss with you. What would it be would... better to sell the young and keep Ricky Pooj? No, because they can't do both. They need to get rid of both. I'm saying if the club doesn't want you there, as if you're, let's say you're Frankie De Jong, right? Or a class player. Your club, your current club doesn't want you. Doesn't need you. Made it publicly known that they that, that they can't keep you. Um, tells you if you stay, you have to take a pick up. And this is factoring that they already owe you 17, 17 mil. I. I eat okay, uh, and Somebody they want to get rid of you to Manchester United. What do you do? Uh-huh. Keep quiet. To be honest, he's one of the highest earners at Barca, mm-hmm. and they owe him a lot of money. A lot. And I also think PK and Busquets—they've been here long, so they're they're one of the highest earners as well. Mm-hmm. They will need to take a, t- a pay cut as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Listen. That is mad. Listen. That is mad. Talk about Barcelona hurts my head. <laughs> yeah. Just to understand, I, I, uh, um, like ESPN has a breakdown on their website and how, um, and we'll have one as well, and how mm-hmm. Barcelona, after all these financial um, reports are published, we'll have a breakdown and we'll explain to the Barcelona listeners and the La Liga listeners um and how this 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 they're able to get this done if they're able to get this done but yeah it, it's if it's crazy it's it's really crazy um one of the biggest news that's been surrounding making rounds over the last few days is manchester united and real and almost a real Madrid. cristiano ronaldo staying he wants to leave manu but has nowhere to go once he leaves manu honestly I don't even know what's going on with him anymore. There, there's so many news going around, like, if he's staying. Or, like, like, I don't know. He even goes on social media and saying, I am staying X, Y, and Z. Hmm. It, so, I don't even know what's going on anymore. This is sad, though, because <laughs> the, the reality of it is, like, us in the, the reporting industry, we know it's true that he wants to leave because he wants to... Um, play Champions League football, and you can't course, wrong him for that. Level. Yeah, yeah, yes. you can't wrong him for that. But it's kind of sad yeah. to see him want to leave and have nowhere to go. But no club wants him. It is true, and he's what thirty-seven right mm-hmm. now. About to be thirty-eight. Uh, Still scores goals though. Yeah, don't get it he's, twisted. He's declining right now, and he still has quality in him, but he needs. Players who can help him. Yeah, he's not going to do the running. Help he's not going to press. You know, yes, exactly. And Man United right now. Okay, yeah, Martial. Yeah, Sancho. But who else is there? But that, but I don't think... Who else think, is there, Fred? The thing is, I don't think Manchester United is an option for him because they're playing in the Europa League. It's all about Champions League football, which is why Diam Frankie De Jong goes to go. Exactly. Exactly. So I don't know. I don't know. I hope they find a solution for him, but... Hey, and another thing, um, he played on Sunday. He played, yeah, he played yesterday. Um, he was training with the youth team. No, he was playing for the youth team. Got subbed off at halftime, and he left before mm. the game finished. What do you think of that? 
Because the club is saying, clubs were saying, okay, I, I didn't mean, have game out he, and said it's not okay. He told the club, y'all need to show some ambitions in it, in ambition in the transfer market. Like we need players to improve Man United. And we have seen where you're saying that the mentality at Man United is just not good. And he, as a legend coming back, he's trying to raise the level of the youths and the players there. Like, I'll be pissed if things are just downhill. This is not this is not the Man United I know. That's what he's saying. Mm-hmm. Remember he played with man man like uh way back in the day you know who mm-hmm. you know who Carl he played. Stills, and all the, Marshall, all guys. Stavis, the list goes on. Ryan Giggs, I mean, like, Rooney. Mm -hmm. What is that Man United right now? This is not the level I'm used to. (laughs) What is this? One of the biggest clubs in... I'm sorry. Almost gone. It is. I almost choked on what I was saying. No, it is one of... You have to give it where to do. It is one of the biggest clubs in the world football, but it's slowly declining until the... 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 Performance and the results improve on the pitch... Mm -hmm. I guess what there's all gonna get mediocre, but I hope Ten Hag can increase huh. that, can can change that. Well, Premier League is starting soon, so you better try to do something quick. Definitely, definitely, and yeah, we just we're just gonna have to see what happens. We'll watch it all unfold when Premier League kicks off um, next weekend, uh, starting um, August fifth. I don't know why I'm thinking about January, but August 5th, Arsenal versus Crystal Palace, and then we'll see Let's what happens. Go we'll see what happens. And that, and with that being said, that brings us to the final um, segment of the final whistle. Thank you for listening, listening mm-hmm. to us today, wherever you're listening. I am your host, Javon. I'm here with my co-host. Javier, I know we've been around. Thank you for the support so yeah. far. Mm-hmm. Remember, remember to follow us on social media, the Final Whistle Podcast on Instagram, the Final Whistle without the L and E, just replace it with a 10. On Twitter, you know, we're growing right now, love the support, mm-hmm. and just share the link with everybody to listen, you know, football yeah, And share, share, share with your football friends, get us up. Share it. We're trying to get to, we're trying to get to all corners of the earth, um, if you love the contest, really give us are. a share. If you have any suggestions, you can email us at the final whistle at the final whistle twenty twenty two at gmail dot com. Labs, anything like that. Yep, and um, you can always message us on Instagram at the final whistle, and follow our Instagram page yeah. for updates, transfer news, and all the latest in world football. And that being said, we're out. Have here. peace. Always a pleasure, my friend. Peace.